Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say, your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today. At LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. And welcome back, everybody. Welcome back to this, to the second part of Steelers Friday Night Six Pack. I'm your host, Tony Defio, and I thank you for listening to part one and downloading part two and staying with me on YouTube and Facebook. And I wanted to get to this because I actually had this person in mind when I was preparing for my show, and that's the Jerry Cherry Band guy. He's a great guy. He's a uh, he, he's a great musician. He, he he contributes to our podcasts, and he's always somebody who who um, uh, has been very very vocal about social media activity. And he says he asked, "So newspaper clips in the locker room is a myth?" I think mostly, yeah. I mean, yeah. Um, there have been times when when teams have cited uh, instances where it's helped them, but. Look at Joey Porter in 2005 when he provided all the bold, bulletin board material that the Colts needed. He called them finesse. He called them uh, a finesse offense, a finesse defense, and the Steelers basically went out and kicked their butts and beat them. Speaking of the Colts, Joe Namath guaranteed a win in Super Bowl three, and, and the Jets came through. So it's mostly a myth. I don't, I don't, I, you know, you can, you can look at it and you can, you could say it, it, it helps if, if when a team wins, but there are plenty instances where a, 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 a player's mouthed off and it didn't matter one single bit, but I'm glad you, you chimed in Jerry. Again, I think you're, I, I, I love the fact that you're a contributor, but you're a musician, right? And I've been reading, I've been watching a lot of Rick Beato videos lately. It's, it's the off season. So I, I've been watching a lot of, uh, music videos and, and the history of music. And, and according to him, and I guess other people, it takes what, 10,000 hours or 10,000 minutes, whatever it is to, to learn, a, to master a craft, a skill. 
So you're a musician and you're always uh, contributing to our podcast. You're always on, on in the live chat, uh, uh, commenting and, 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 and watching our shows and, and, and contributing on social media. I see you on Twitter all the time. And by the way, thanks for the follow. Thanks for following me. You do great work. I just want to get that out there. This is nothing personal, but does this stuff at all affect your ability to be a musician? And I bet you it doesn't because you're pretty damn good. I mean, you're really good. You should be on as I, as I butter you up because I'm criticizing you at the same time, you should be on, you should have your own, your own uh, uh, record deal. You should be on, you know, I should see you on, on the Grammys or whatever. I should, you should be the band hosting the Super Bowl, whatever. I probably took that too far, but you know, I'm just trying to, trying to butter you up as I criticize a little bit. So does it, does this hurt you at all being on social media a lot and, and, and being in, in, in the live chat? No. So I don't think it hurts that Juju is, is uh, tweeting a lot or, making TikTok videos. One has nothing to do with the other. That's just uh, how I feel about that. So I'm just glad you chimed in because I, I, I had that, I had that, I, I was going to include you in the show. And I have one more thing about Devin Bush. And that is why do you care? Why, uh, what he has to say within reason or why, what any of these players have to say on social media. Because I, I kind of it kind of occurred to me after a few days that he was basically trolling us. I mean, I, I didn't realize it. I should have picked up on it earlier on, but because I am a bit of a troll myself. But it took me a while to pick up on it. He's essentially trolling us. He's probably sitting wherever he's at. I don't know where he's not in Pittsburgh right now. Wherever he's living right now, he's just bored. It's 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 the downtime. It's the actual downtime for these players right now. He's a twenty-two year old with nothing to do, you know, maybe he's trying to impress a girl. He keeps going on and on about this anonymous woman that he bought nails for and this and that and the other. And maybe he's, he's in love and, and she's not reciprocating and he's just lashing out at the world because he's, he's a girl that he's, he's smitten with is not, does not have the same feelings. It could be that, but he's certainly been trolling us. There's no question in my mind. He's talking about wine and marriage and, divorce and all this other stuff. And there's no question in my mind that he's, he's trolling us because um, he, he just keeps uh, saying things like I'm in trouble. I'm being fined. I'm, I'm this, I'm that. And none of it's true. None of it's true. And, and the thing that I find funny is here's this 22 year old, this uh, football player with all these followers. And he knows the second he tweets something, people are going to just like, like uh, they're going to lap it up. You know, like, because I follow him. And that's why I was so surprised to see him become so active suddenly within the last few weeks. Because I've been following him for like a couple of years. And I, never, I forgot that, he, that I was even following him. He never really tweeted much of anything. But, you know, I'll see a tweet that he that he uh, has. It'll, like, it'll say like, you know how Twitter is. It'll say like 30 seconds, 37 seconds ago, this, this tweet. And it'll already have like seven retweets, nine comments, 28 likes. So, I mean, you know, he, he has this all in the palm of his hand and he's making all these, these, uh, he's, he's tweeting all this stuff and he's just trying to get a reaction out of us. That's what he's trying to do. So he has all these middle-aged people like me, I'm a middle-aged person, I can say that, and, you know, older and younger, just like reacting to everything that he says. And a lot of people are like, you know, come on, bro, knock it off, bro. Please just stop, bro. 
please log off, bro. This is embarrassing, bro. Please, please. You know, and I, I just find it funny because why do you care what these guys say? You know, I'll give you the cat thing, but other than that, why do you care what their opinion? Like, why do you, what do you care about what Devin Bush has to say? A 22 year old who might still be like Steve Carell in that one movie with Paul Rudd and, and uh, Seth Rogen and, 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 you know, he still might be, you know, at that stage of his life for all we know. And he's commenting on marriage and divorce and everything. So what do you, what do you care what he has to say about, about, about marriage? When I was 22, nobody cared what I had to say about anything. So what, like, you know, and, and, and Shannon White made a, a good point a couple of times last week. He said, you know, this is another great example. Devin Bush is another great example that maybe you shouldn't uh, look to these guys as role models or, or to be your moral compass. Like if I'm 49 years old. Like I don't look to Devin Bush to be my moral compass on anything. I don't care. You know, as long as he's not getting in trouble as far as like criminal activity, I don't care what he has to say. You know, I mean, don't get me wrong. I think we all want the people we look, we admire. I almost look up to, I don't look up to him. The people that we admire, uh, you know, the high profile people, like whether they be musicians or actors, comedians, politicians, or, 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 or athletes, we, we, we look to them or we want them to be, uh, we want to think that they're decent people, that they're out there kissing the baby, signing the autographs, you know, but that's not always the case. So I, I get why people um, maybe are, are disappointed when, when a player tweet something that they don't agree with or that they don't, that doesn't, you know, jive with, with, with their, their worldview. I get that. But at the same time, you know, these, most of these guys are, 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 they're, are young enough to be our kids. So, you know, why would we be embarrassed with anything that they have to say? Why would we care about anything that they have to say as far as like their opinions, you know, let them say whatever they want. It's, 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 it's their Twitter account. We chose to follow them. You know, it's not like um, they came looking for us. We chose to follow them. So whatever they say, that's their that's their business. I really don't care. Again, as long as they're not being, you know, totally offensive and, you know, racist or homophobic or saying these really tasteless, th tasteless things, I don't care. And, you know, I don't think anybody should really care. You know, it's like, Speaking of Franco Harris, I remember about 10 years ago, he was on some radio show promoting something. And this is around the time that Big Ben was in trouble and James Harrison did that infamous interview about Roger Goodell. And, you know, it was just a, just a lot of drama surrounding the team. And, you know, he said he would run into people on the street and they would tell him how embarrassed they were to be Steeler fans. And he said, he said that he said to them, why would you be embarrassed by anything that the Steelers say or do? You know, they don't represent you personally. They don't have anything to do with you personally. You know, they play football and we, yes, we, we cheer for them. We want them to win. We want them to win Super Bowls, but they don't really represent us, our values as people. So if they're out there getting in trouble, that's their problem. I'm not going to be embarrassed by anything any of these guys do or say, you know, I might be embarrassed by a a, uh, a forty eight to two loss to the Ravens, or more accurately, the Patriots. But anything that these guys do, I mean, it's not going to embarrass me personally. No, I mean, you know, I, I I love how people like to talk 
trash with you about that kind of stuff online or, or in person. Like, all right, yeah, Ben got in trouble, but he's not my little brother, you know? So uh, I'm still going to watch the Steelers. Why? Because they're bigger than any one player. I mean, they, they're going to be around after, you know, all these players are retired. They're still going to be around. So I'm not going to get, you know, too emotional about anything that these guys do. I'm just not. And, and I don't know why anybody else really, really cares about any of that stuff other than to go back to a, a previous point. They think it hurts their chances of winning the Super Bowl, which it really doesn't. <laughs> it just doesn't, you know. And, and, and um, as far as like the, the brand furthering stuff, and somebody brought this up on, I think it was on our site a few months ago, and I wish I would have thought of it. Why, isn't it. why didn't anybody ever care when Terry Bradshaw was making country albums or starring in, in movies with Burt Reynolds or, you know, look at Michael Jordan. He endorsed everything under the sun in his day. It didn't seem to hurt their chances of winning a Super Bowl. Joe Namath was always in commercials. He owned restaurants and blah, blah, blah. He won a Super Bowl. He's in the Hall of Fame. They're all in the Hall of Fame. So, you know, what's the difference, what's the difference between you know, making commercials and movies and then being on Twitter and tweeting all the time? It, it just, I, I don't see, actually, I think tweeting is less of a, of a, a drain on your life than going and making a movie. But, you know, that's enough about Devin Bush. I've talked about him long enough. I just wanted to share one more thing, and that was about Jordan Berry. I wrote an article about him that was published on Friday, and it was about how he's the worst punter ever, at least that's the perception. And uh, I kind of had that perception too, like, man, they got to move on from this guy. And I still think that they do. But after doing some research, I realized that he's basically a a middle-of-the-pack punter, which, you know, I mean, I guess it's not where you want to be, but – over the last couple of years, his, his gross average has been over 45 uh, yards per punt. His net average has been just under 41, I guess you can say, 40.9 in 2019 and 40.5 last year. He downed 23 punts inside the 20 in 11 games last year because, remember, he was cut in training camp, and Dustin Cole quit was, uh, was signed, and he, was a, he proved to be uh, kind of washed up, I guess, so they went back to Barry and brought him back. But, you know, I guess a point I was trying to make with the article, and this is, this is all from last week's show, actually, because uh, Steeler fan 36 was really giving it to Jeff for, uh, for uh, criticizing Barry. But Jeff has a good point, and anybody who wants to see them improve the punting uh, game has a good point. It's, that it's in the middle of the pack. You can all, there's, there's obviously room for improvement. And we all know, if you're a Steeler fan, if you're a fan of any football team, you know that – even a few poor special teams plays over the course of a year could be the difference between making the playoffs or not being a number one seed or number three seed or whatever. You know, it, it's, it's, we don't, you don't think of the special teams when you're thinking about uh, a, a team's prospects heading into a season, but they're, they often come back to um, affect games throughout the course of a year. Remember that saints game people talk about the, uh, from 2018, People talk about the uh, the Joe Hayden penalties, and they were they were uh, they seem to be well ticky tacky would be a, a kind word to call those penalties against him. But you remember the the Rosie Nix um, fake punt where he he signaled first down, and he was like a half a yard short or whatever. I mean, if if they don't go for that fake punt there, uh, I think they were winning at the time. They, they maybe they win that game. So 
that one game, that one play alone may have cost them a chance to make the playoffs. So if you can improve an area of special teams, if you can improve uh, your, your, your punting, why not give it a shot? So uh, uh, that was my point of the article. Uh, Jordan Berry isn't the worst punter ever. He isn't the worst punter since sliced bread, as I, as I wrote in the article. But you can improve on average, right? If you had an, a mediocre quarterback, you'd, you'd want to get better there. If you had a mediocre running back, you'd, you'd want to improve. If you had a mediocre offensive line, you'd want to improve. So why not try to improve uh, punting if it's mediocre? So that's pretty much all I had to say about that. And, wow, I've rambled on and on tonight. So I'm going to take five, ten minutes and answer some questions. Let's see what we have here. Mark Davidson, our, one of our, uh, our our great personalities, he says, Barry's not bad. He's not great. That That's pretty much it. And Brian Brown says, no wonder I can't tell you and Jeff apart. I don't know if that's a compliment or not to him or me. It's either a compliment or a, or a insult to him or me. I don't know who. I guess it depends on, on, on who you are. Steelers Pittsburgh says the comments in your article were hilarious. That's what I always, well, not always, but that's what I strive for a lot of the times. Uh, Bad Itch says Jeff Hartman is going to hate your research. Well, I think, I mean, he, he, he pointed out that he was basically, he knows that he knows that uh, Barry's not the worst punter ever. He just feels that he could be better or they could be better in that area. And that maybe Barry, often comes up small in big moments. And I think it's what a lot of people are trying to say on the site today on Friday, which I mean, you could probably make a, a strong case for Aaron Butler says, Tony, I agree with you 100% smart analysis on your part, but still forever more the Ravens. Yes. Yes. That's a good point. What else we have here? What else did I miss? And Steeler uh, chick 46 says, Bradshaw's famous country album. She was remembering that my, my uh, point about that. And I have no problem with that. I, I don't think it was a great country album, but I had no problem with him doing that. If you remember the, uh, this isn't about the country album. It's about him starring with in movies with Burt Reynolds. If you, if you ever seen uh, NFL films, uh, the end of uh, the AFC championship game against the Oilers following the 78 season when they blew out the Oilers, not the controversial one the year later, but the, the one where they blew him out 34 to five uh, in the rain and snow at three rivers. He's on, you know, he's talking into the camera saying, Bert, I want to be in your next movie, make it a Western. And Donnie shell saying, I want to be in the two. Can I be in the two? You know, they're having, they're, they're yucking it up because uh, or yucking it up because they're, they're going to the Super Bowl. So it didn't stop them from winning, <laughs> winning the Super Bowl. So it all comes back to talent. Jerry Cherry Band says, I heard a great quote. I root for the front of the jersey, not the back. That's, I mean, yeah. I mean, I hear you. I mean, you could say that based, based on so much uh, movement with free agency and, and the salary cap era. And, you know, you, you want to see these guys. Again, you want to see these guys. Um, you you want them to be great people and great personalities. You want them to connect with the community and do work in the community, which is largely the case with, with, most players, I mean, they're, they're mostly good people and, and they certainly work in the community. If, if you're not, people call you on it nowadays, especially if you're not involved with the, 
some kind of charity or, or, or something, people are, you know, they, you know, they're, they're questioning you on it. And, and, and you certainly can't get, get away with some of the stuff that you can get away with 25, 30 years ago. I remember when I was a kid, you know, players would get in trouble. They'd, they'd get arrested and like, all right, well, that sucks to be them. But I wouldn't say, Oh my God, Rod Woodson got arrested. Uh, you know, I'm embarrassed. Like, I'm like, all right, well, I hope he's, you know, I hope it's not too bad. But even if he wouldn't have never played for them again, I still would have watched the Steelers. So. Oh. <laughs> wow, I, I, I feel honored considering uh, Jeff Hartman. His Let's Ride show is so awesome and so popular and so it has so many uh so much traffic and so many downloads he says brian brown says you guys are great it's like a month to figure out who you are who you are two different people yes well I'm, I'm a little older than him so he's the one who should be uh offended but i'll take it as a compliment puerto quimba asks is going into 2021 with chooks and banner as our starting tackles the offense equivalent to using Ross Cockrell and Valentino Blake as our starting corners. Well, that's to be determined. I, you know, um, I don't know. I, I I'm excited about Banner. Uh, Shooks, I think is, is, is more at home as a left tackle. So, I mean, you could say that's the equivalent, but until they, until they start playing, we're just never going to know. We just don't know. I mean, you know, um, Ross Cockrell is, uh, was, I don't think he was, he, what, what was his draft slot? And I think Blake was an undrafted free agent. These guys have slightly higher pet, pedigree, draft pedigree. Banner was a fourth round pick in 2017 and, and Shooks was a third round pick in 2018. So I think there, there's a, 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 a little more pedigree there, a little more, uh, uh, chances that they can, you know, uh, be better players. And John Trent says, who, who do you think is our starting five O line? I think it's going to be Shooks, uh, Dotson at left guard. I think it's going to be, it, it better be Kendrick green. Not, I shouldn't say better be, but I think if he's the real deal, then it'll be Kendrick green. Cause I think if he's the real deal, then he'll be head and shoulders above, uh, JC has an hour. And, and of course, BJ Finney. So it'll be him at center, hopefully. And then, uh, of course, Trey Turner is your right guard and, and Banner is your right tackle. I, I don't, I mean, you could, a dark horse would be Joe Hay because he's a, he's a veteran and he started, what, 32 games in his career. So he has experience. So maybe he's some, and he's somebody that can, he's, he's versatile. He can play guard and tackle. So uh, if somebody falters, uh, maybe one of the tackles, if they falter, maybe he can be the, uh, the, uh, Matt Filer type veteran presence uh, that, that, that you that you need there, but I think uh, going in, I think it's, those five are, are going to be your starters. And Brian Brown asked Brian Brown's pretty active. Now. He's showing maybe to show MVP. He says, "What do you think about some of the backup linebackers?" In the Hall of Fame game, Ulysses Gilbert, Buddy Johnson, Robert Spillane, Quincy Roche, 
Who, what do you think? Well, I'm excited. I mean, Gilbert, I don't, I don't know. I mean, he's been around for a few years now. He's dealt with, with, with uh, some injury problems. He's only had one preseason because last year nobody had a preseason. So it'll be interesting to see what he does in the preseason this year. As far as Buddy Johnson, I'm super excited about him. I'm always excited about seeing these draft picks. And same with uh, with uh, Quincy Roche at outside linebacker. He was so productive at Temple, and then he went to Miami for a year. He kind of had an off year a bit, but like Brian said a, a few months ago, you know, he, he he transferred to Miami. That has to be a tough thing and uh, a tough life uh, altering move. And then, of course, last year was so weird with the pandemic and, you know, with practices and everything. So I'm I'm really, really intrigued by him and what he could possibly be as a sixth round pick. As far as Spillane, I think I think Robert Spillane's going to be OK. Uh, I like what I saw from him last year. Uh, when he filled in for, uh, for for Devin Bush when he was hurt. And then, and of course, he got hurt towards the end of the year. But he really showed a lot last year. I think he showed that he was a great athlete, probably a better athlete than people thought. I mean, he, he was an undrafted free agent, but he was good in pass coverage. He was obviously good against the run. Um, I think he has a real shot of, of, being, uh, of being the starter opposite Bush this year. I really do. Um, and, you know, but, 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 but if not, then, you know, you, you have a – a nice security blanket and Vince Williams, a nice veteran who one of my all time favorite Steelers and who knows, buddy Johnson might be the real deal as a fourth round pick. Was he a fourth round pick? Yeah. Fourth round pick. I can't talk. And of course, uh, you know, maybe Gilbert finally uh, realizes his potential and, and takes a step forward this year. And Alex Flores says, do you, or asks, do you think we are ready to compete for a Super Bowl?" At the moment, no, I don't, because there's some questions that have to be answered. Um, but that's what training camp's for, and that's what the preseason's for. And guess what? You know, the team that you see in, in September is not the team that you see in November and December. There's so much that can happen between the first part of the year and as you get into the late part of the season. So do I think they're ready to compete for a Super Bowl right now? No, but – I'm not sure there are that there are many teams that are at this stage of the year, you know, other than your chiefs and maybe your Buccaneers, uh, a few other teams, but you know, like I said last week and many other weeks, most teams in the NFL are somewhere in that, you know, moving forward anyway, that's seven to 10, the 10 and seven, 11 and six range when it comes to records. That's the kind of talent that most teams have on their, on their rosters. And I think that's where the Steelers uh, fall in line. If you're really being honest, if you're really being objective, good or bad, you you have to say, I mean, when I say good or bad, whether you're a the the ultimate optimist or the ultimate pessimist, if you're really being objective, you have to look at their roster and say, this is a team that could win 10 or 11 games if everything goes right. And maybe they fall to seven and 10 if, if it's a bad, if things fall out, if Ben is, is, is uh is done if the line's horrible if they can't find a, a solution for the loss of Dupree and and people and and, and, and of course Stephen Nelson and people like that uh, Mike Hilton so you know I think you have to be if if they, if everything falls in line this might be a, an eleven win team and as we saw last year a record like that can 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 uh win you a division title so. But that's a great question. Thank you for that, Alex. And on that note,
Oh, I have one more. And uh, Steeler Nation 412 asks, is it possible Ben plays till 41? Actually, I'd say no. I think this, I actually think this is going to be his last year. Uh, win, lose, or whatever. It's going to be his last year. I really honestly believe that. So, and whether it's his last year or not, I think it's going to be his last year here. Cause I think they're going to, they're going to move on after this. I think both parties or, or I think at least Pittsburgh's ready to move on and ready to after this year, they're ready to move forward and get younger at the quarterback position and maybe find their future franchise quarterback after this year. I think that's, that's where they're, that's the kind of, that's what my gut tells me at this point in early July, 2021, that's what my gut says. Of course, it can all change as the uh, the season plays out. So, on that note, at the not at the nine fifty one mark, wow, I really rambled on tonight. I will bid you all adieu. I thank you for the questions and the comments. It was a spirited discussion as always. I hope you all have a great weekend. If you're watching me live, if you're if you're listening on a audio platform, I ho- I hope you already had a great weekend or you're currently having a great weekend. Until I talk to you on Monday with Brian Anthony Davis and Shannon White, have a great weekend, uh, and go Steelers. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing... The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18. Plus. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.